0: Listen up, Minnesota. This is the Minnesota Made Podcast. The show that highlights Minnesota's local business leaders and experts in construction and manufacturing. If it's made in Minnesota, you'll find it here. Now, your host of the Minnesota Made Podcast jason
1: webb what's up minnesota it's jason webb i am at Amcon construction located in minnetonka minnesota beautiful minnetonka minnesota and in front of me i got the three amigos i got matt Knutson, the project manager partner right matt that's Sorry. right all that's right. right all right cool scott queering Is that right, Scott? That is correct. And you are a senior project manager. That is correct. And we got Wade Johnson, and you're one of the partners. Is that right, Wade? That is correct. Well, welcome to Minnesota Made, guys. Thanks for coming and uh, doing this with me. Amcon. So that's kind of a unique name. Let's start with that. Uh, How did that name Amcon? Let Let me take a stab at it first. Amcon. I'm guessing Am is American and Con is construction.
0: That's a great guess. But not correct. <laughs> okay, uh, give it to me. So back uh, 52 years ago when Amcon was started, the partners at that time wanted to be early in the Yellow Pages. Oh. So they needed an A name, and that's where it came from.
1: Okay, okay. You could have like the AAA Amcon.
0: Yeah, right, or yeah. a towing company. Right. would have been perfect. But yeah. yeah,
1: all right. So let's talk a little bit about the history of the company. Uh, I don't know who I should address this question to, but... Um, Wade, is that for you?
0: Uh, sure. And uh, these guys can jump in as I miss things, but uh, started 52 years ago by three gentlemen, uh, Jim Burcamper, Pat Gannon, and Tim Menning. There were two offices at the time, one in Milwaukee and one here in, in the Minneapolis area. And over the years, they eventually split into two different offices and the partners have kind of ebbed and flow over the years. And, and currently... Matt and Scott and I are, are equal partners in the, in the company. So, Matt, Scott, and you. So you three. Correct. That's
1: right. I got the leadership team right in front of me. <laughs> That's us. All right, man. So Matt, how long have you been a partner? And what, what, Tell me a little bit about your history, how you got in this position. Sure.
2: Well, I started uh, in 2002, just uh, fresh out of college. And ironically, I started when Wade had been here. Wade had 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 left to uh, pursue other opportunities when he had left it created an, uh, an opening, I took that position as an assistant project manager. Um, so I started here in 2002, um, just, you know, worked my way up and eventually became a project manager and then a senior
1: project manager. And then in 2018, um, I bought into the company. Okay, so you started here in two thousand two, yep. right out of college. Yep. Did you go to college for something like construction management or something? Yep, at Mankato State. Yeah, yep, the construction management program. Yeah, yep. and uh, was your family in construction at all, or what? what created that interest? No, not at all. And
2: uh, just looking for uh, for a major. You know, yeah. Just, what am I going to do? And you know, stumbled upon construction management. It sounded interesting, and just took
1: it cool. from there. And uh, where did you grow up? Owatonna. Owatonna okay that's like our south yeah 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 our south and what was your childhood like we talked about hockey a little bit before the podcast started were you a hockey player I was not yeah uh farm raised
2: okay grew up on a farm hockey wasn't much of a thing okay um, Yeah. yeah
1: okay okay dairy farm
2: uh for a while dairy uh hogs um ran some ran some acreage but it was small just a really small hobby farm and Sure. Wasn't much money in that. So eventually they my parents sold the the
1: livestock and then sold the land. And Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Scott, you're up next. How All long have right. you been at AMCON? And uh, can you tell me a little bit about your history?
3: Yeah, love to. Uh, 1996. So uh, graduated from school, college, uh, at this wonderful little university that you've already talked about, Mankato State University. So uh, pushed through that program a little bit before Matt. And graduated there 94, started uh, at a different construction company, and uh, got an opportunity uh, in 96 to uh, come over to Amcon. So took advantage of that, been here ever since, bought into the ownership in uh, 2007. And uh, there's been a couple of, uh, as Wade alluded to, a couple of uh, shifts in ownership with retirements and so forth. And so we're here with the current group uh, that just basically, 2018, I think, Mm -hmm. is when that uh, transition took place. So that's that's my little history.
1: So you went to Mankato State for construction management also? Correct. I'm seeing a theme here. So... Um, if somebody wants to get into construction and possibly become a partner at a firm such as this, do you feel like that's a a good
3: route? Yes. My personal opinion is uh, college teaches you kind of how to jump through hoops, if you will. The real uh, learning comes once you get into a career. And it's a lot of long hours and uh, hard work and dedication and... There is a a different mindset uh, to be an owner of a construction company versus being like an employee. Just uh, the job never ends uh, when you're a partner and uh, an owner of any business, pretty much. And there's just a lot of risk involved. So it takes a certain uh, personality, a certain dedication, and a certain desire to put everything on the line and um, uh, get in that position. It's not just all fun and games.
1: And would you say an entry position in a company like this that you know if you if partnership is uh, a goal you're alluding to assistant project manager project manager and then senior project manager is correct that, that the position you're in now and a partner right yep, is that correct. a typical path somebody might take
3: I think that's by and large uh, the path that uh, people take uh, I'm sure there's other companies out there that. Um, they, their, their parents have uh, been involved in it, and they kind of get brought up uh, probably a little bit uh, easier uh, in that uh, relationship. Uh, in fact, uh, it's a little bit uh, of the scenario we have uh, going on here, and not that it's easy, but my oldest son uh, started with us about two years ago, and he is an assistant uh, project manager right now working into that role of uh, project management. Does it work out that he wants to uh, be a partner? Well, I don't know. And is that avenue available? Well, someday I'll want to sell my shares. And, and uh, it's a natural uh, link uh, to sell them to somebody uh, of uh, family. Um, sure. So there's, there's definitely a path there um, that may be a little bit easier than somebody else.
1: Sure. Okay.
3: All right. Cool. Uh, and where'd you grow up, Scott? Another great little town that we've already talked about, uh, maybe a constant theme here, Owatonna. Really?
1: So, did you guys know each other? Families know each yeah. other back in the day?
3: Man, what well, are you, 10 years? Oh, there
2: is a family thing. Go ahead. Well, I didn't know this until I came to work here, but my mom and Scott's mom both worked for Jostens. Oh, the, 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 ring, ring, the ring, the ring class ring place. Yep, yep. And uh, they used to commute back and forth from Awatana to... The uh, the Bloomington office. Okay. I don't know okay. how long that was, but year or two, year or two, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. But no, I did
2: not. I did not. I'm a little bit younger yeah. than Scott. So. A little ten. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Lifetime. Yeah. Scott didn't date your older sister or anything. I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. That'd be a little weird. <laughs> uh, Wade Johnson, partner. How you doing, Wade? I'm good. Thank you. Good. So, what's been your path to success here at
0: AmCon? Uh, well, how'd you get started? Well, I I did not grow up in Owatonna, just no? to get that out there. So, oh no! Sprawling metropolis of Kirkhoven, Minnesota.
1: Um, Kirkhoven.
0: Kirkhoven, yes, oh. sir. Uh, all seven hundred of us out there. Um, <laughs> did so,
3: you grow yeah, up
0: on a farm? I, I did not. Right in town. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so, I took a different path afterward. As I went to the University of Minnesota for civil engineering and started working at Amcon, actually as an intern worked here from 92 to 2002, just before Matt jumped in. Didn't have the pleasure of meeting Matt, I don't think, but, uh, and then I pursued my own gig, got a little impatient on the partner path and I had my own company for a number of years. And, uh, 2017, I think, uh, Scott saw some changes in partnership on the horizon. We had lunch a couple of times and, uh, he asked if I'd be interested in coming back. And when there was a change in ownership, I sold my company to Amcon and bought shares within Amcon and joined these guys in 18.
1: All right. All right. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the company itself. What is it that you guys do exactly? Do you have any specialties or niches with a
3: particular focus? I'll take that one. All right. So we get asked that a lot uh, by clients when we go out for uh, interviews and No, we don't have a niche. Um, We have uh, clients that uh, follow the marketplace. And uh, right now, it's a lot of apartment buildings and medical office buildings. And that's what we're building. If it uh, changes to uh, retail and uh, more, uh, more, not medical office, but standard office, industrial, we'll follow our clients and do that. Myself, I've done everything from little tunnel car washes uh, up to... uh, uh, large middle schools to uh, mid-rise buildings and everything in between. So uh, I think that our uh, our niche is we're diverse.
1: So Matt, uh, curious, I, you know, I've talked to a few general contractors on the commercial side, but I never asked this question. I'm curious. So I'm assuming uh, listeners would be curious. Let's say I'm a potential client. I have some money saved up and I want to I have the idea of putting up a apartment building. In Buffalo, Minnesota, or thereabouts, the West Metro, I haven't done anything. Um, At what point in time do you guys typically step in the process? Is it typically, you know, I have land and permitting and financing already taken care of? Or what role uh, and how early on in the process do you guys um, assist somebody like me? Sure. That's a great question. And I think
2: that's one of the things that uh, differentiates us from other contractors in, the, in that we are a true design build firm. And by that, I mean, we have within our staff, within our office, we have architects and designers. So if you have a track of land that you have an idea, um, there's a lot of steps that go from the idea to actual shovel in the ground. And we assist in that process and preliminary layout, what can go on there, what's the highest and best use of that property is it multifamily? Is it um, is a single-user office? Or what have you? And then work through the steps to get you through the city. Um, that process is called entitlement. Um, depending on the use of the land, there could be some rezoning involved. There could be some conditional use permits involved. And we assist in that from, from day one to, until you get the permit, until you shovel in the ground, and then
1: ultimately uh, and let's say it's a 50-unit apartment building. Um, you know, considering today's costs of, uh, of materials or labor shortages or that type of thing, I'd start to finish, how long do you think something like that might take?
2: From the original idea of just yeah. wanting to do it, yeah, it, it depends on it depends on the the municipality, but you could expect it's it's from day one till you actually open the doors and having tenants moved in it could be two years
1: okay well
3: it's probably a year for construction yep. right yep a year for, and yep. that entitlement process uh, is really as Matt alluded to it's up to the city um, but it also is up to uh, the ownership team and uh, are they flush with cash do they have to go out and raise equity so there's always uh, those dynamics and no job is uh, is the same so they yeah. they're all. Some Some take three years uh you know that just to get things going,
1: so I assume some cities are easier to work with than others absolutely, yeah, and what do you <laughs> what do you contribute that to the the people in charge of the city what, yeah. why why do you think that is
2: yeah, I think it's you know the mindset of the council, you know are they in a the growth mode, do they want to see growth, do they want to see change? will they embrace change will they 'cause it's hard, you know we did a project in lakeville the the property abutted you know fairly affluent community or neighborhood mm. and the neighborhood was vehemently against the project but the council saw you know an opportunity for some growth opportunity to put that land into use you know and they you know they voted to approve the project much to the chagrin of the neighbors but it was in their mind it was in the best interest of the city mm. of the community so it, i think a lot of it comes from the council and their their mission their vision If they're anti-growth, it's going to be tough.
1: Can you talk a little bit about maybe some current struggles and not so much with just specifically Amcon, but in the construction industry as a whole, either in Minnesota or the the metro area? And, you know, a common thing I've been hearing, uh, I haven't asked this question in a while, but materials, that's been a problem. Labor,
0: that's been a problem. Are you still experiencing those type of issues? Yeah, for for sure. Coming out of the pandemic, there's been supply chain problems that everybody everywhere has experienced. And we're no exception. We've done a lot of work in the past two or three years to on every project to find alternative products to use. Uh, sometimes it involves more money. Sometimes it involves a weight. Um, sometimes you can solve it by just changing ideas and designing away from something that's not available and then labor is a constant issue as well we do tend to work with a lot of the same subcontractors routinely and we see many times these group of guys go from one project to the next and so we've not been hammered by a labor shortage but it's definitely a felt pressure all the time there's not extra people around to do the
1: work anymore and if i'm a subcontractor i don't know let's say i have a I'm an electrician and I have a few employees and I'm just kind of getting into the space of commercial work. I'm interested in working with Amcon on one of your projects. What would be a a step I might take to the bidding process? Correct me if I'm wrong. That's like an invite basis. Is that correct? You like there's certain electricians that you might just invite to bid on a project. Is that right?
0: Right. And, And we over the years have developed relationships with these people and we know We know that they're right size for a project. So somebody who uh, was introduced to us or introduced themselves to us starting up with a small shop probably wouldn't be interested in bidding on a new apartment building that Scott has coming along. Mm. But that doesn't mean that we don't have other work that would be right size for them and we'd be more than interested to, once we have an opportunity to vet them, call some references to give them an opportunity to price to us.
1: Yeah, all right, Scott, what's the future looking like for Amcon? Anything new or just keep... You mentioned something earlier about you adjust as the economy or the need adjusts. Like you don't have any particular niches, but um, any big plans for Amcon? You guys going to stay here in Minnetonka? Are you going to go back to Milwaukee? Any take on any big new projects or areas that you... Might be new and exciting?
3: Well, that's a great question. Um, We often, the three of us, uh, talk about, well, maybe we should um, expand a little bit. And we all do day to day work. We're not uh, figureheads of this company. We're all running our projects and uh, helping others uh, run their projects. So they always get, uh, those ideas always get uh, put on the back burner. Uh, Wade is currently uh, doing about 15 million dollars worth of work down in uh, the Des Moines area so that's an area that uh, because we're there it's a customer that Wade followed it's uh, definitely in our thoughts to do something it's just we have to do something Mm -hmm. so um, there's uh, time is always the constraint that uh, limits us there. So that's kind of our, our uh, thoughts about some uh, future uh, growth. But uh, again, we, are, um, we have a client base. It's not a huge client base. And we really focus on them to keep them uh, happy. And they keep feeding us work. And so the future here, at least as, uh, the next couple of years, looks, uh, looks very bright. With the, uh, the unknowns in the economy, you know that can change in the blink of an eye. When the uh, pandemic uh, came along there in uh, March, we had all kinds of work teed up. And as soon as that hit, and this impacted most businesses out there, that work dried up, you know, overnight. Yeah. But a lot of it came, came back, what, eight, nine months uh, later. So we were able to um, withstand the storm there, and uh, we came back uh, stronger uh, than ever. So, uh, it's, it's, uh, projects are, you know, big apartment buildings and by big, I guess, you know, Matt's doing some 65 unit ones, uh, close to that one you want to build in Buffalo so yeah, we can, yeah. we can make that happen. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so Matt's got some projects and, uh, up in the Duluth area that may be going. So it looks, looks very promising.
1: Uh, so apartments, what, what do you got going on in down in Iowa, Wade? Is it another apartment?
3: Uh, largely daycare. We have two child
1: daycare and one adult daycare. Okay. Daycare, apartment. What are some of the other projects you got going on right now?
2: We're finishing up a uh, 45,000 square foot medical office building in uh, Lakeville. Okay. Um, we have a couple other medical office buildings that we are in preliminary discussions okay. with. Uh, nothing that's eminent,
3: but um, sure. Um,
2: a couple industrial jobs that we're uh, kicking the tires on. So,
3: yeah. Awesome. We just turned over uh, 170,000 square foot, state-of-the-art medical office building uh, in Hudson. They uh, just started uh, operations in there January 2nd. So uh, just finishing some real nice projects too. Geography-wise, you try to stay in like the
1: five-state area or are you willing to go down to Texas?
0: Historically, we've we followed our customers wherever they've gone. Northern Tool and Equipment has been a 30-year customer at Amcon here, probably even longer. And we've been, you know, as far down as Georgia and Florida and Texas for those guys. But we don't actively market outside. Well, we don't market at all. Our marketing is we do a good job and then intentionally try to work with you again, yeah, right? Yeah. So that's that's our marketing strategy. But for the most part, it's Metro or, or Minnesota and the neighboring states. All right, shifting gears a little bit. I feel success leaves...
1: Clues. And you guys have been in business for quite some time, 50 years? Is 52. 52 years. And I'm sure I'm sure you've seen other general contractors come and go during that period of time. What do you contribute the success to? Anything in particular that you can put your finger on? Just doing a good job? Is it, is as it, is it easy as that?
3: Oh, I would say that, and Matt and Wade uh, jump in. And this comes from uh, the previous ownership and how they mentored us. And we have a culture here with a lot of freedom. And we know if the freedom's being abused uh, by work's not getting done. And we hire the right people. And we truly search for the right people to do the job. And I can honestly say we've got uh, 50 employees here at uh, Amcon. And uh, I would consider all of them friends we have a lot of um camaraderie uh call it meetings um where we uh do different things as a as a company and uh try to do fun things that everybody uh can participate in uh, our uh, our last one was uh out in the parking lot right here and we got a dunk tank and um I wade was up there and uh Matt was up there and we ended up raising, uh, I think, $1,200, 1400 for uh, a charity. And uh, so we do things like that. And part of that is uh, when times are good, we like to uh, share the wealth. And we, um, we have something that we do with uh, contracts. Every time we sign a contract, um, we keep track of that. And then usually quarterly, we'll have one of these kind of get-togethers. And we will um, share, we do, a, it used to be $50, but because uh, times are good, we do $100 uh, for uh, every job to every employee. Well, it just so happened we were, uh, had a, a good good year of um, contract signing, and we had uh, eight contracts uh, signed, so everybody walked out of here with 800 bucks cash in uh, their pocket that day. So it costs us about $50,000 uh, to do that, uh, but it, it's, it's time invested in these uh, people because they're the front line. And as Wade alluded to uh, previously, our whole goal and marketing strategy is uh, do a great job and uh, the customers uh, will come back and uh, our employees are the uh, people that are uh, interacting with our uh, clients every day of the week and uh, we need to be positive and uh, just make sure that uh, we do things correctly did you get it all wade it sounded pretty good to
2: me i would just add on too it'd be interesting to see what our
3: you know if there's a turnover
2: metric you know and what our turnover rate is relative to other companies because the vast majority of people who work here have been here a long time. Yeah. you know I'm relatively young and I've been here almost 22 years. And there's a lot of people, a lot of employees that are in a similar situation that have been here a long time. Most people who leave, leave by retirement. Mm. And I think that says a lot about the culture, the entrepreneurial spirit that the company has embraced since I've been here and continues to do so.
3: Yeah, we have uh, just to add on to the retirement. We have uh, three of our employees that have uh, retired that still work for us. They retired, but still work. For
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, just they don't love, go away, right? They, yeah, they enjoy. It's, they have to
2: be. You, know, you just don't let them go,
3: right? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're not out yet, right? One of our guys, he's a head soup um, or a general field soup, and he wanted to slow down. And okay, what do you want to do? And he wants to retire and. He's just spent the last month uh, down in Arizona with his wife and he'll come back and he'll work a couple hours a day and mm. slowly phase out when he's ready.
1: So you used the word freedom earlier uh, that you give the the employees freedom. Is that an example of it where, I don't know, people kind of make their own schedules or talk a little bit about that freedom piece?
3: Yeah, we have... Um, not so much make your own schedule. We like people here in the office, even during the pandemic when it first hit, Hey, you want to work from home, go ahead, but we're open. So, and by and large, I think most people went home for about two weeks and then they came back in. And again, that speaks to the culture and just the camaraderie and people like uh, being around here. We have a lot of fun. What's the point of working so much if uh, you can't have a little fun with it. So we, we, I don't care if you work till uh, midnight. I don't care how many days a week you take off. But at the end of the day, you have to have your work done too. So you have sure. to self-monitor. Uh, and um, so we don't, we don't really get into, we don't count vacation days and stuff. Yeah, we uh, offer an employment package and we say whatever it is, two, three, four weeks you get. I don't know that any of us uh, could ever tell anybody how many days they've taken off or not. Just tell us when you want to go and go.
1: All right. Well, we're approaching the 30-minute mark here. Is there anything else you want to touch on regarding AmpCon that we haven't already discussed that you want to make sure the listeners hear? Uh, I guess I should ask, are you guys hiring now? Sounds like a great place to work.
3: Not right at the uh, immediate moment. Uh, Matt and I, uh, just earlier this morning, were talking, and there seems to be a lot of work uh, that could be stacking up at the door. Again, we've got to get contracts signed and stuff, so uh, we may be in a little bit of a, a growth mode again. We've uh, consistently been hiring over the last uh, probably two years or so. And it's, uh, again, finding the right people and and doing that. So uh, we will look at uh, resumes and stuff, and it may be uh, six months before we call back um, if it's the right person. But uh, we always like kind of keeping those doors open to uh, good people. Sure. I'll give one example of that. Uh, Wade uh, has a uh, friend that had a son and uh, he came in for an interview. This was not even a year ago. I think it was last May. And we didn't have a job for him, but we created a job for him because he's a bright, intelligent young man and and we want skilled people and he's young and uh, he's uh, out in the field kind of learning the ropes in the field and and, uh, just doing a great job. And it's uh. Some sometimes you just create opportunities because you don't know what tomorrow brings.
1: All right, Wade, anything you want to contribute before we sign off or did we, did we hit it
0: all? I think we did pretty good. I just to underscore, we all grew up in this company, all three of us. And the attitude that we grew up with was go get your work done. And that was the metric, right? <laughs> there, there was nobody checking to see if your chair was warm at, at five minutes to five on Friday. Yeah. So if, if you get a customer and you want to golf in the afternoon or you got to go to watch your kid play hockey, go do it. By all means, go do it. Get your work done and nobody is going to care. And that we've continued that attitude through the company. And it it's really evident that our employees just love it and appreciate it being treated like professionals. And that's the way we would want to be treated when we were in that case. and And the people that are here, like that and continue to operate in that and gives them a lot of freedom to be who they want to be sure yeah i agree i'd
3: like to add one thing here and and, uh, uh, our success is so much uh, related to uh, our subcontractors and i just want to give a shout out to uh, all of our subcontractors we have such an excellent team of people that Take care of us, and uh, again, it's it's uh, we treat them kind of like we treat our employees. And like uh, I have a, a team of uh, carpenters from Braxton Hancock that are going to be working uh, this Saturday for me, and just try to make up some time because of weather delays. And I'm going to go out and uh, either bring out pizza for lunch for them or um, uh, bagels in the morning or something, just to show our appreciation because it's just the types of relationships that we have. And and so just a, a big thank you to all of our subcontractors out there.
1: Yeah, that's nice of you.
3: Uh, Matt, anything?
1: That was pretty well said. I'm not yeah. sure I can... uh yeah. just give Scott a mic, man, and right? let him go, right? Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, there you have it. So we got uh, Matt, Scott, and Wade. I appreciate your time. You guys did a great job. Guys, check out, uh, listeners, check out Amcon. If you uh, need a commercial general contractor, their website is AMCON, so there's amconconstruction.com. Their phone number, so Scott, this phone number on here, that goes to the main desk or does that go to your desk? I
3: yeah. don't even know what phone number is okay, on we'll there. Okay, s- we'll
1: skip the phone number. Just go to their website, amconconstruction.com. They're located in Minnetonka, 6121 Baker Road, Suite 101, Minnetonka, Minnesota. Beautiful office. So, uh a leaving thought. I feel that the best way to predict somebody's future is to look at their history. And due to the fact that Amcon's been around for 52 years and killing it and uh, you guys continue to grow, the employees love it here and you guys are doing a great job. That says something. And I would be I'd feel safe hiring Amcon to do my apartment building out in Buffalo for sure. So that's it, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.
0: Thanks for listening to the Minnesota Made Podcast. Want to be a guest on Minnesota Made or know someone who should be? Apply online at minnesotamadepodcast.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app to be notified when new episodes become available. And we'll see you next time on Minnesota Made.